I know everyone is getting ready to enter my residence, and all are welcome. Please remember to take off your shoes. The Hellmouth gets covered in moon dust from the knights tracking it in, and acolytes are having a hard time keeping it clean. On top of that, guardians keep jumping their sparrows over Hellmouth, and it just rains down moon dust, with the occasional guardian and sparrow combo smashing into the dinner table. MTV Cribs should be by soon to record some video to show you around. Just wait until you see where the magic happens. Not not the sex magic all the celebrities talk about. I'm talking real magic from wizards. I understand most of you have heard from Eris, but she likes to exaggerate a bit. She's just upset because we were working on a charitable startup together and she backed out right before it took off. Her loss, am I right? The startup, Halls for Thralls, is giving thralls a second chance at life and new halls to live in. After so many have been decimated and banished from their original homes, more than likely by guardians. We get most of our glimmer for the organizations from selling the sparrows, weapons, and armor from the guardians that fall into the hellmouth trying to jump over it. Every time you buy a tumbler sparrow, the proceeds go to help the thralls. Most of the armor goes to our top contributor, Zur, who has a special order for any and all sunbreakers. So with your help, guardians, we can help find new homes for displaced thralls. I'm not saying you have to help, but it is kind of your guys' fault. We will be waiting with open doors for guardians willing to help out once we open our new headquarters in the dark below. Please bring all your old sparrows, weapon, and armor to donate. There will be canned food drives, so people, please bring two items for that. Thank you for your time, Guardians. Crota. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. Well done, Diddy. Well done. What an awesome letter to start off the show from the man, Crota himself. That's pretty impressive. It's very nice to hear from him before we even meet him, so that's nice. What a good cause. I love the fact that we now know why we get sunbreakers all the time. (laughs) I swear, dude, as a warlock, I'm so sick. I watch Dotto Does Destiny every Friday to see what he recommends, and it's like, sunbreaker, sunbreaker, sunbreaker. I'm so tired of Zer selling that, but uh, how was your week? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We're starting to plan our Thanksgiving um, meals. I am once again cooking a ham. So, yeah, last year I cooked a 12-pound ham with a brown sugar glaze, but this year I'm going to go with a honey glaze. So Sounds like you're quite the cook, man. I try to be, yeah. (laughs) Is it just you and Sanic? Are you guys doing it with the fam? Are you traveling? We're doing it with the family, and uh, they're local, so don't have to drive too much. Nice. That's way cool. We're sticking around too. Uh, the only my sister's in Phoenix now, and she's gonna stick down there because we have relatives there as well. But we're just gonna do, uh, you know, family friends. That's always fun when you do like a potluck style because then you don't have to be responsible for dishes or whatever, and you usually leave with pretty good leftovers. So, yeah, I mean these the hams that I get are just so huge. You have leftovers for like two weeks later. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Is Iron Banner active through Thanksgiving? Uh, or does it end this Tuesday? I don't know. We didn't hear any word that it was ending this Tuesday. I, oh, dude, that would be phenomenal if it was active through Thanksgiving. That would give me something so nice to do in this 
dark time while Master Chief Collection is still broken. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. To all our listeners, we hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. We've got a great show today. As predicted, tons of new stuff coming from the Dark Below DLC. We're getting a lot of information, a lot of data mining. One of the cool parts about these ongoing updates are the data mar- miners, farmers, whatever you want to call them, the people figuring all this stuff out, are getting a lot of this information from the patches that we're getting from Bungie in these hidden sneaky stuff we talked about. Uh, Diddy, once again, you came through huge with amazing patch notes. Do you want to start with uh, DestinyPublicEvents.com? Oh, it's time for the news. News! All right, so do you want to start with DestinyPublicEvents.com? Yeah, so once the patch came out, Bungie had updated the frequency of public events, so... The, the database that destinypublicevents.com was based off of was inaccurate. Yep. So yep. the creators went ahead and took it down, and they started updating it frequently. They had Guardians re, uh, report in when that public events were happening. So now that it's more accurate, they finally made it public. And so it's working again. Um, public events are more frequent now. They happen maybe every five minutes instead of every ten minutes. Um, yep. So that's really nice if you're trying to farm up those Vanguard marks and Ascendant Shards. And I know for one, I've been trying to you know, farm public events and I only get Ascendant Energy and I can't level up past 27 until I get Ascendant Shards because that's oh, what yeah. the last tier needs, right? Yeah. So it's kind of frustrating. But now that they're more frequent, it's going to be a little bit easier. See, with the Warlock, when I hit level 20, I immediately went for the public event farming to get my Vanguard marks. Oh my gosh, you can max your Vanguard marks out like that. You just put on some music you like, you start hitting the route, and it only takes a few hours. I, I would say probably like three hours, and you could probably hit your cap, maybe four hours. Exactly. Uh, now that you can do it faster, too, uh, the potential is out the roof. With this Titan that's level 20, I can't decide if I want to take him down the Crucible. Probably not the Crucible route, because Crucible marks take flipping forever <laughs> dude yeah oh so I'm, i might be farming some public events this week just i there's something nice when you get to travel from planet to planet i don't know if it's just me or if i'm you know over romanticizing something that i shouldn't but uh, i enjoyed that yeah all of the dark below upgrade perk list and weapon list oh my gosh destiny whoa <laughs> so what is this man like this is the entire list of what we found so far right yeah so it's a list of all the raid weapons uh, legendary raid weapons and legendary raid armor and the perk lists for each one of them so you can see how uh, which trees you want to upgrade or not some of these are sweet oh my gosh yeah so we're I was gonna reading go through, through it before we're gonna go yeah. through each one of these, and we're going to give a description of what they do. But uh, weapon and armor perks vary, obviously. It de- just depends on which one you pick up. Um, yeah. So uh, in this link in the show notes, that you can check each weapon piece and armor piece um, to see which perks that it has, which options it has, because a few of them are randomly selected. Which are probably eligible for reforging, too. Yes. Yeah, okay. So fire away, man. So... We're going to start off with the legendary raid weapons, and these are just the upgrade perks, so like faster reload, whatever. Just think that. Yeah. So the first one is Dark Breaker. Projectiles will over-penetrate through Hive Knight Wall of Darkness. So whenever you weaken those knights and they pop pop up that immune shield that you can't shoot through, this perk will be able to (laughs) armor block. Hard light shield. Come on, bro. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you'll be able to over-penetrate and actually kill the knight through those. So you don't have to wait or if you don't have a grenade to throw around them. 
Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, no, you're done. Sit down. <laughs> there was a gif on Reddit about uh, someone with an overpenetrating sniper rifle on Venus, uh-huh. and he just shot two guys through a tree. It was hilarious. <laughs> nice. The next one is target mark. Enemies hit by this weapon are briefly highlighted, so you can see them through oh. rocks or walls or whatever. So if they go through cover, you can see where they are exactly. Could you imagine for PvP? That would, if that oh, carried man. over? Yeah, it should. I mean, I don't see why it Whoa. wouldn't. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nuts. <laughs> On a game like Control, if somebody was, well, I guess the radar already does a pretty good job, but that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it would be. Hive Disruptor is the next one. This weapon deals bonus damage to stronger hive enemies. So I guess that one's pretty self-explanatory. Life Stealer, three rapid kills in succession will heal a small amount and start shield regeneration. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. For big PvP fights, that will be sweet. Yeah. The uh the Venus one. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it's the the turret one in the middle. What is that Venus strike called? We just had it a few weeks ago. Uh the Nexus? Yeah, the Nexus. That will be amazing cuz when everybody starts like teleporting in, just boom boom boom, <laughs> yeah. I'm already back up. The next one is White Nail, three consecutive precision hits, not necessarily kills in rapid succession will refill the mag. Oh, my. Oh, my God. You don't even have to reload. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. That is so good for PvP, too, man. And that's just precision hits. That's not... Yeah. Man. Also, PvE, that'd be pretty sick, too, if it's a large group of enemies. Like, you're getting rushed down by thralls. Mm -hmm. Exactly. just keep popping them. Oh, man. Crota's pet, three rapid precision hits, will return one round to the mag. I'd rather Mm -hmm. have White Nail, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And last is Lichbane. Projectiles have a chance to disorient hive wizards. Oh, that'd be cool. So a lot of things that you can already see strategically for the raid, how they're going to be probably useful. Like they're targeting enemy types that we're going to be fighting in the dark below. Exactly. Yeah. These weapons are specifically forged to fight the hive, which is really nice. Yep. So we're going to move on to legendary raid armor and the perks. Movement of power. Gain a temporary increase to weapon damage while Oversoul's gaze is active. Now, I don't hmm. I don't remember what Oversoul's gaze is. I don't either. Somebody knows in the show, I'm sure. So <laughs> they'll let us know on Twitter. Be like, you guys are so dumb. Like, this is like an ability everybody knows about. Towards the How end of the you? show, I'll be researching it during the show. So we'll have an answer for you in a little bit. Okay. Movement of speed, gain a temporary increase to reload speed while Oversoul's gaze is active. And then Swordbearer's Touch, gain a temporary increase to agility while carrying the sword of a hive oh. sword bearer. Ooh, the sword! It's confirmed! We're going to get to use the sword again. And that's awesome. Oh, yes! That, that was so such cool. a... That's like the only mission of my like story playthrough I would recommend to anybody at this point. Because like... First time you get the sword, I just lost my mind because I didn't watch anybody else playing it or whatever. I was just like, yep, coolest thing ever. I want that in PvP. I don't care how broken it would be. A map like from the dark below that's got a power weapon, like a a big heavy ammo drop is the sword. That would be awesome. Instead of heavy ammo, you just get the sword of Crota. (laughs) (laughs) There's one guy just like, and you're like, oh, I mean, it's, it's similar to Blade Dancer. I, I totally could be done. Yeah, I mean, it basically is Sword Dancer, except with area of effect. That's nice. Yep. The next three are all randomly selected, so it depends on which armor piece that you get. So go ahead and 
reference that list that's linked in the show notes as well. Hive Breaker, Hive Destroyer, and Hive Striker are those three that are randomly selected. So killing a hive with a melee attack has a chance to spawn an Orb of Light. That's Hive Breaker. Hive Destroyer is killing a hive with a grenade ability has a chance to spawn an Orb of Light. And then Hive Striker is killing a hive with a critical hit has a chance to spawn an Orb of Light. So even when your super is not active, you have a chance to spawn Orbs of Light with these perks. Very cool. So I like that spattering of stuff. Sword confirmed. That's maybe the happiest news I've seen all day. Uh, did they include any pictures of the gear? I've seen a couple of them floating around, like armor pieces that we didn't see last week. Yeah, um, they have all the thumbnails, um, and there's a few. I don't think there's any new um, splash art, like full full renders. No, but not not. Did you see the level thirty one hunter? Not to interrupt you, sorry. I did. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. There is a player that people have found that's a level 31 hunter, and he's got uh, sort of the new style of gear uh, in which his primary, even though he's a level 31, uh, he's using, I think, a rare, isn't it? It's a blue for his scout rifle. Yeah, he is. It's kind of funny. I still use rare hand cannon, mainly because I don't have a legendary or exotic, but I really like You've my rare cannon. I thought. I still haven't beat the uh, the bounty. That, oh, the last guy. That yeah. level 26 strike is hard by yourself. It's hard. Yeah. Yep. And you're 27? 27, yeah. Dude, it's like the um the Queen's Wrath stuff. It doesn't matter what level you are. It's just brutal. It's like, oh, you got <laughs> melee to restart. That's nice. It's like, no. Don't make me do that. Uh, Cool. I'm pretty stoked. Looks good. Sounds good. Yeah. Patch notes. Shall we talk about it? Let's do it. Patch 1.0.3 was released this last week, 2 gigabytes. We mentioned it on last week's show, but now we have the complete list of things. And as usual here on Destiny the Show, we're going to cover it. Voice added a new social feature that enables users to access a channel for the fire team. Easy enough. You already know about that. It's in all match-made activities. This includes team-based crucible matches as well as strikes. Pretty cool. Uh, Class-based fixes. Uh, There was an issue in which two players who performed a melee lunge simultaneously would teleport through each other. I don't know if you've come across this in the crucible, but I certainly have, where if you do a melee lunge and it's, they have to be like perfectly timed and aimed like at the same elevation you just would sort of skirt off of one another. I've never like glitched through their body, but kind of like at a 45 degree angle, skirted off to the right or the left. So they've fixed that issue. They've also fixed an issue in which blink strike damage would be caused by colliding with the blink strike rather than melee impact. What is blink strike? I'm trying to remember right blink now. Blink strike you know? is the um, blade dancer um, melee, special melee. So you know how uh, gunslinger's melee is throwing knife? That's, yeah, it's it's blink strike for blade dancers. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's basically what? like a, uh, a a longer lunge. Okay, well they fixed that. I don't think that was an issue <laughs> that I ever ran into. Did you? I did. I used it against some people, and it was it was pretty broken. Mm. So it's a nerf. Yeah, I think so. It's just a bug fix. So it doesn't really, mm. you know, doesn't really. I don't know, changed my play style, I guess. Yeah. This one's funny. Fixed an issue in which warlock bonds dismantled into Titan materials. (laughs) Nice. Cool. (laughs) Weapons. Reduced camera shake when being hit with explosive rounds. Cool. 
I don't like my head feeling like it's on a top. You know when you <laughs> fall from a big drop in this game and you're like, and you're, you just go into like drunk guardian mode for like four seconds? <laughs> yeah. I hate that feeling. It's like, come on, aim your gun right. Clown cartridge. Replaced clown cartridge perk with other perks in shotgun upgrade trees. Did you want to Google clown cartridge real fast while I read the next one? Yes. Okay. Headseeker fixed an issue in which the bonus precision damage perk did not always get applied. Cool. Probably Clown didn't know cartridge. it if you were playing. Yeah. Clown cartridge. Reloading this weapon has a chance to grant a larger than normal magazine. Oh. RNG, brah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> activities. The Buried City fixed an exploit in Mars that would clear all enemies from Clovis Bray. Ooh wonder what that exploit was. It's gone now. Winter's Run fixed an exploit zone in the Axor boss encounter. And that's all it said. I wonder what it was. That was for the, that uh, for the strike. Story. Yeah. There, yeah. You could get under the platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, just, they just added an invisible wall. But you can actually still get under that platform from the backside of it. <laughs> so it's like they fixed one part, but not the whole thing. So you can basically shoot the boss without him shooting you back? Yeah, you can go under that platform, and you, you just kill oh. him, and no one can hit you. It's pretty funny. Hmm. I might, we might try and do that this week. That'd be fun. Uh, fix an issue in which engrams earned during daily and weekly heroic activities were not displayed in the post-game Carnage report. I've had that happen. It felt just like pre uh, that whatever our last patch was that added those, so... Iron Banner stuff, gentlemen and ladies. Players must now be level 20, obviously, to enter the Iron Banner without a chaperone. Lord Saladin now has five reputation ranks, which uh, we had players completing our bounty and hitting reputation rank five. Tempered buff. Uh, is the tempered buff active right now? Do you know? It It's still available. Yeah. It's, available is what yeah, it is. It's still, yeah, it's still available. And on Sunday, as we're recording this, it's actually at 100%. So you get basically double reputation today. That maybe is our cue that this it might be ending on Tuesday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, reforging is obviously added, and we've talked about Iron Banner more than enough. Uh, for cinematics, fix several issues with the synchronization of cinematic subtitles in various languages. Where is the fix that lets me skip cinematics, dude? <laughs> I'm done. I don't want to see talking to the... Oh, I just want to hit A and skip. Exactly. They're beautiful, but... Oh. Uh, destinations fix an issue in which the Vex Cyclops and Hive Shrieker health bars would not update properly, reduce the number of stealth sword vandals that spawn in the basement, and then public events will occur 10 to 15% more frequently in public spaces. Uh, for vendor changes, um, you have 10 bounty slots instead of 10. Added Five. shaders to... Oh, did I say 10 instead of... Yeah. <laughs> 10 instead of 10, yep. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, we'll just... yeah. Added shaders to Eva, the lady who sells them. There's three more. They look okay, but she should be adding them every week, not every freaking two months. <laughs> you, you can preview shaders. Um, you can preview emblems. I'm skipping these because they're super boring, and you guys don't need to know about it. Um, enabled revive scoring for skirmish and salvage. That's in PvP. An exploit was fixed in which reviving somebody... Um, with a revive score, blah, blah, blah. Fix an exploit with revive scoring when entering a kill volume and having a teammate revive you for easy points. 
I don't know what that means. And I even read that before we did this and it was still weird. Joining progress has been adjusted uh, for all players to minimize long periods of unbalanced teams. I don't know if you've experienced this where uh, people jip in like two minutes before the game's done. It's like, oh, that was helpful. <laughs> yeah. Good. Glad. New functionality to match preformed fire teams against one another. Um, basically, this will slowly roll out to all playlists over time, but they're working on it like with 3v3. So in 3v3 games, fire teams of two or more players will match together more frequently. In 6v6 games, fire teams of four or more players will match together more frequently. This is called um, big party matchmaking or big team matchmaking or whatever they called it in Reach. Do you want to explain it, Diddy? Like, remember Halo, how he did it? Yeah, so it basically just evens the playing fields. So you don't have a party full of six people pre-made against a party full of six random people who are just match made right so yeah. it just makes it more level in terms of communication and skill so it's it's really nice that they're adding that finally hmm, cool uh the rest of those i'm not going to read but here are the map specific things that i was curious about for pvp on first light multiple fixes to stop players from getting into advantageous positions these are little uh, spots on the map that they've said no you can't jump up here anymore and head glitching spots there's a few of those where you can see the enemy and shoot at them, but they can't really shoot you back. Blind Watch address some balancing issues for the control game types by moving the zones, routes, and adding cover objects. So they're changing lines of sight, basically. Uh, adjusted landing and respawn points to accommodate new geometry changes and added protection to prevent players from getting on top of a pipe high above the intended playable space. Uh, Firebase Delphi, my favorite map, added protection to prevent players from getting outside the intended playable area, so players were getting out of the map. Uh, Rusted lands blocked off the monitors above control zone A to prevent players from hiding in them. <laughs> Shores of Time added a vex pillar to prevent players from sniping through the small gap on the ninja platform, and the rest of them are basically the exact same thing. They were just adjusting things to make sure people um, didn't get out of whack. There's a bunch more stuff for the HUD, for Orbit, for menus, for audio, and for just technical stuff. If you want to read it, go to our notes, because I'm not going to waste any more time. <laughs> and uh, let's get on to Weapon Evolving. Diddy, did you see this? I did. This is actually really cool. Do you want to take this one, or shall I? Go ahead. Okay. Basically, um, there are going to be weapon quest lines in the Dark Below, and there are going to be weapons in the Dark Below that you're going to be able to take from common to legendary to exotic. Now, most of what we know right now, uh, you're going to be able to take legendary weapons to exotic as long as you have the new elements, which are Radiant Energy, Radiant Shards, and I think Ruin Core, Embalming Orbs, and Crux of Crota are involved in it too, but mainly Radiant Energy and Radiant Shards are your new upgrade materials. We've mentioned it before on the show, uh, but this is going to add a whole new level of uh, value to your legendaries. Basically, blues are going to be worth more. Purples are going to be way more valued, and exotics are going to be, hopefully, way more valued. Because right now, it's like everything feels a step below. Exotics feel like purple should, basically. Uh, and there's going to be quest lines and ways you can take a common weapon, upgrade it all the way up to an exotic by doing quest lines and using your resources to do so. That's the long and short of it. We've got a link in the description or in the show notes that talks about some of this stuff, but I don't know if there's a ton more to talk about it. Did I cover it? Yeah, basically. So in layman's terms, you can take a common primary weapon, well, a specific common primary weapon, right? Yeah. And upgrade it to legendary. Yeah. And then once it's legendary, you can actually upgrade it again to an exotic. So it gets all those perks. Hmm. And that's pretty cool. I really like that customization. It's a way to fix the value in the game right now because exotics just 
they don't feel that big a deal or as big a deal, I think, as they should feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And then I'll play the topic a little bit right here. I I know what Oversoul's gaze is, though. Oh, okay. Fire away. So I finally Googled Oversoul's gaze. The Oversoul is actually the final boss of the raid. So it's like that buff that 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 happens right weapons of yep. light or whatever in the current raid oversoul's gaze is that buff so whenever that buff in the raid is active your armor perks activate so that's what oversoul's gaze is doggone it i am so excited we have to do vault of glass before december 9th dude. <laughs> there's no there's no choice like we've got X amount of time before we are going to have to kill Crota, and we need to be prepared. Yes. Please, Guardians, let me help you. If you come looking for wise words, I shall try, but I ask you to turn them to action. So, weekly and monthly bounties. Let's talk about this a little bit. You proposed this idea to me. You showed this Reddit link to me. What's it about, and why should it be in Destiny? It's just an idea somebody had over on the Destiny subreddit. Uh, Buddha Smite, props to you, credit to you. He's just giving an idea of, you know, we have the weekly and the heroic nightfall or whatever, those kinds of strikes, those kinds of story missions. Why can't we have bounties with that weekly, monthly or community bounties to, you know, reward you with something greater? You know, for example, like a weekly bounty would be collect 2000 Olympus tiers on Mars. Usually the regular bounty is 200, collect 2000 over the week and your reward is either... 80 relic iron or whatever, 500 reputation, stuff like that. And I think that would be a really good idea for people who are trying to farm materials. And depending on which material you need, you would take that, that bounty for that specific planet. You know, if I need spirit bloom, I just go to Venus. I'll do the Venus bounty. I'll collect 2000, whatever. I think that's a really good idea. Something big, too. Yeah. It it would be a long-term goal with a long-term reward. Because the rewards right now for bounties, let's face it, are (laughs) marginal at best. Unless you're on an exotic uh, train. And even then, um, I've lost some motivation on some of those, you know, bounties in the exotics. Just because it's like, ugh, really? I gotta go do that? And then I storm off angrily and don't do it. So... Uh, also our second topic, do you want to, cause I agree. I don't think I would disagree with that at all. I, I think it's a good idea. Second topic point is PVP balance. Do you want to open up this one too? Yeah, this was another Reddit post and I just think Reddit is the greatest, greatest website in the world. Um, it was just, it was, has the question of, do you think the hunter throwing knife should be a one shot kill in PVP if it's a critical hit? And that got me thinking about something that I've been thinking about for a while now Hunters are the only class in Destiny that don't have a one-hit melee kill. The throwing knife is not one-hit kill. The blink strike is only a one-hit kill if you have the specific perk for backsmacking somebody, mm-hmm. right? And you have to have yeah. that in your skill tree to be for it to be a one-hit kill. The warlocks they have what scorch melee, and the titans they have that shoulder charge. Yeah. That's a one-hit kill every single time. I hate the shoulder charge, too. It's especially in, like, the Iron Banner, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's in any um, Crucible match. It's it's a one-hit kill regardless, and Hunters are the only one that don't. Now, you could argue Blade Dancer, right? But that's yeah. a super ability. It's supposed to be more powerful. I'm talking about, like, the melee ability. I think, and just made me think about balance 
in between all the classes, you know, they're, each class has their overpowered ability, right? You know, yeah. hunters, they have the golden gun and blade dancer, which net at least two kills if you're, um, I don't, I don't want to alienate anybody, but if you're decent enough using your super ability, you can get at least two or three kills. And uh, yep. somebody, I was talking with Paul, and Paul is a huge Destiny fan. Polly B? Yeah, Polly B. And oh, dude, we got to get him on the show. Seriously. He was saying, uh, he's, he's a warlock, right? And yeah. he was saying, I hate hunters. Super, Their super abilities always net them at least two or three kills. And then I was like, you have Nova Bomb, right? Yeah. Like, Nova Bomb. For control, Nova Bombs. It's, it's so OP, bro. It's so good. And yeah. I know he mainly plays free-for-all. And Nova Bombs, obviously, you're only going to net it usually one kill with free-for-all. Yeah. But with Nova Bombs for, like, control are so good. And then Titans have the Striker and then the Defender Titans. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started on Defender Titans. Yeah. Defender Titans are good for control, like capturing that point. Like you just basically resign it until that super's <laughs> over. Because if they're marginally decent, unless you have two players coming in at the same time with a close quarters, like a pulse or a shotgun, you're done. No questions asked. You're done. Exactly. So each class has their overpowered i use i'm using quotes here overpowered ability but if every class has an overpowered ability then it's basically balanced right but i think i agree like hunter throwing knife is two hit kill yeah and you only get one unless you have a certain perk yeah you can get two eventually which would be the track if they made it a one hit kill uh is it a one hit kill if it's a headshot no no it's not okay there you go not in PvP, and that's what this guy was suggesting. Yeah, I think that it mm-hmm. should be. I definitely think it should be. I think throwing knife should be one hit kill, even if it's not. Throwing a knife shot. is hard to hit people with. It too. is. It is hard. So to there's hit. a skill ceiling. Yeah, it's and yeah. I don't know. The blink strike is just an extended melee, whatever. And there's certain perks that go with the blink strike. And I honestly haven't played Blade Dancer in a while, so I don't remember exactly what the perks are. Yeah. But and then if you also take into account the grenades as well. I think yeah. Warlocks have two grenades that are one-hit kill, and then Titans, they have one or two that are one-hit kill. And Hunters, they only have a one-hit kill grenade if it sticks them. We have mm-hmm. we have the Trip Mine, which if it hits you, if it sticks you, you're dead. And then we have the Flux Grenade, and if that sticks to you, you're dead. But if it doesn't, then it's not going to kill you. What is that Warlock Grenade? Aeon Flux or Flux Grenade? We've got a bunch. It's like I, I totally I'll get, forgot the I'll name get types. hit with the initial blast, and then it has like those following things that oh, can yeah, also it, damage they go me. around corners. They go around corners. Yeah. It's insane. So it's basically a one hit kill. It's like yeah. come on. You can dodge them if you run far away, but for objective game types for control, it's such a powerful space uh tool for saying, No, this is my zone. You either run around the corner, or if you continue capturing that point, you're dead, basically. And I agree. Like, I love playing Warlock, and maybe the, one of the reasons I love Control is because I'm a Warlock. Because look at it this way. Like, if you're going to play a Titan, and you're going to ground pound to to take out three people in the hill, well, you're now exposed, and you have this long animation. You're right in the middle of the hill. Everybody can see you. Warlock, I'm far away, <laughs> and my animation completes very quickly. I think it completes similar to the time as the Titan, but I don't have to occupy that space to get a triple kill. Titan, he's got to run right in the middle of the thick of it, so anybody who's looking that way, easy pickings. Warlock, I can be from that nice distance, throw my three Nova Bombs, and just 
laugh out loud is they're all dead and I can pick whatever route I want to get. If somebody's like looking to find me, I've got escape routes like already planned out. Whereas with the hunter, you want that triple kill in the hill. You're doing blade dancer. You're right there. You're exposed the whole time. And people can kill you while you're in that animation, even though it's it's hard. I'll admit there are some games where I'm like, I, I feel like I can't kill a blade dancer, <laughs> but that's usually a skilled player who's maneuvering really, really well. If you've ever had the guy just charge straight at you as blade dancer, you just laugh all the way to the bank because it's like what a wasted super that kid just did, you know? Yeah, and I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining that I'm a hunter. I, I love playing hunter. It's the reason I play it. I have no problems in PvP, but I just think this would be a nice quality of life change for the hunter special melee attack or grenades. I don't know. That's just my opinion anyways. And obviously it's biased because I'm a hunter main. (laughs) Do you think they're going to be doing some PVP, like large scale PVP balance changes like that come the dark below? I would expect them eventually, but I don't know. It's PVP is, I hate to say this, but I'm going to PVP is, balanced in my opinion because like i said every class has their op ability but every class has it you know there's a point in the game where you will definitely kill somebody unless it's iron Mm -hmm. banner which we can talk about in a minute (laughs) but and a lot of times you gotta like just resign yourself to to like oh i just got nova bombed there was nothing I could have done in that situation. And you just sort of accept it and you look at your super bar and go, well, I also have a pretty cool one button kill. So Exactly. Like, yeah, I have, I have my golden gun coming up in 30 seconds. It doesn't really matter because I'm going to kill him with a one shot kill anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Iron Banner. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that before we hop into Twitter? Yeah, so... I played the Iron Banner on both PlayStation and Xbox this week. And PlayStation on level 27, I did fine. Whatever. It, I was competitive, right? Yeah. <laughs> on the Xbox, I'm level 20 when I started the Iron Banner. And <laughs> I could definitely tell the level advantages were turned on. Because my first game, mm-hmm. or uh, for like seven out of the seven games I played on that account, I only won one of mm-hmm. them, right? And it was like the last one. And... The first couple games that I played, there's obviously level 30s on the enemy team. Since they're mm-hmm. 10 levels higher, their level number is just the question marks, right? Oh. <laughs> so it's just like, oh. I'm not going to kill you, and you're going to easily kill me because that sucks. And like oh, wow. headshots against level 30s as a level 20 do mm-hmm. like 7 damage. And it's just like that's a critical strike are you kidding me there's no way i can do this and so you just go cry in a corner and try and cap a point it's just it was hilarious but i still had fun but i did confirm that if you have multiple of those iron medallions say i lost five games in a row which i did (laughs) and i have five of those iron medallions i win the next one all five of them are redeemed at the same time. So you get, nice. like, you get like plus 200 experience or whatever. So that's, that's cool. That is cool. I really like the way that they did that. So Iron Banner 2.0 success? I would say yes. Nice. And that brings us to... It came from Twitter! So this week, at AlexD336 completed our bounty and reached rank 5 and tweets us, got to rank 5, only took three days, class item, boots, shader, gauntlets, and emblem equipped. Loved Iron Banner. And it's a warlock, it's a level 30, and my gosh, does it look good, man. The shader is great, the weapon, the whole kit, like, just matches so nice. Looks good, thank you, congratulations, welcome to our wall of fame. And I think 
Master 1997 got there. He sent us uh, <laughs> two bug pictures, like glitched pictures of like a head, just a head and two hands. The body's not showing up. But I think that million million shader might be rank five. I'm not sure. We'll confirm after the show. I think the million. Uh, but those million are our two tweets three. this week. Or rank two. Okay, I think so it's the he first probably one. would have sent us something. Okay. Or I could be wrong. It's a cool bug, though. I'm probably wrong. Whatever. Well, then congratulations, Alex D336. I'm jealous your warlock looks amazing. Well done. For this week's bounty, I'm going to do two things, and I haven't cleared it with Diddy yet before. Uh, if Iron Banner is still going, we record on Sunday. It comes out on Tuesday. Uh, the show does. So if Iron Banner ends, then this bounty doesn't count. But I'm going to keep it active. If you hit rank five in the Iron Banner, tweet us and let us know with a picture. That'd be great. But if Iron Banner does end solo this week's Nightfall Strike, send us a picture. You should know how this works. You wait till the end screen, bring up your ghost so that we can see all the little, um, what are the modifiers that show us that it is the Nightfall Strike. So there's two options. You happy with that, Diddy? I came up with that on the fly. I'm happy with that. That's good. I think it works. We're getting close enough to Dark Below to where we can get pretty creative again. But at this point, (laughs) I don't want to be like... Send us pictures of you farming for relic iron because, <laughs> you know, whatever. So, and that's today's show, Diddy. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. YouTube is the same. And Twitch.tv slash Diddy underscore with uh, streams coming soon. Cool. Excited. And... We are with probably two months away, like a month and a half to two months away to being able to do this show live. Uh, we just have some technical difficulties. Dragoon is on too slow of internet to do it right now, but we're getting pretty close to that time frame where it's going to... We're going to make it a thing, and we're probably going to start actually having video footage for this for the YouTube people, because I know they've been asking forever. I just don't want to... 35 minutes of like render time <laughs> on a computer is a nightmare. So Yeah, and these live streams will be on twitch.tv slash destiny the show. Yep, and I think our own personal Twitches, we can host it on them too. So if people are over there and follow us already, they'll have an easy way to get there. Uh, be sure to go to destinytheshow.com for all the links from today. Follow us at Destiny the Show and tweet us to be on it came from Twitter. You can always email us, destinytheshow at gmail.com. We don't check it like hardly ever, so just be forewarned. Uh, you can follow me at BBK Dragoon. Join our clan. Hopefully, during Dark Below, we'll actually be able to see the clan in game, which would be pretty amazing. And I think that does it. Twitch.tv slash slash Destiny the Show, and have a great week. Mm-hmm.